Certain information set forth in the podcast may contain forward-looking statements under applicable security laws. These statements are not guarantees of future performance, and undue reliance should not be placed on them. Although forward-looking statements contained in this presentation are based upon what management of the company believes to be reasonable assumptions, there can be no assurance that forward-looking statements will prove to be accurate. LifeSci Advisors and the company undertake no obligation to update forward-looking statements in the podcast should circumstances or management's estimates or opinions change. This podcast is for general information purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation to buy securities and does not constitute investment advice. Alpha radiation is known to be incredibly more potent, more efficient, but no one's been able to get the alpha radiation to move into the tumor to any useful depth for cancer therapy. So our intratumoral injection, known as the alpha dart, releases alpha-emitting radioisotopes in a controlled fashion into the tumor. And as those isotopes diffuse away from the injected source, they release these alpha particles at a range of a few millimeters, providing a much more useful range of alpha radiation to be used in treating those tumors. Hello, my name is Neil Canavan, and this is Benchtop Bios, a podcast series by LifeSite Partners where we introduce healthcare investors to the people and the pipelines driving the biotech sector forward. My guest today is Rafi Levy. He is the CFO of Alpha Tau Medical, and this is Benchop Bio's J.P. Morgan Jump Off. A brief taste from the banquet of companies that will be attending the 2023 J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. Rafi, welcome. Thanks, Neil. Pleasure to be here. All right, let's start off with something quick and simple. What is the elevator pitch for Alpha Tau? Where are you headquartered? And give me an idea of what you're doing there. Sure. We're a company based in Jerusalem and Israel. And we are developing our unique alpha dart technology, providing a local alpha particle-based therapy for solid tumors with fantastic results to date. All right. Nice and short. I love that. All right. Now, Rafi, just a bit about you. You majored in electrical engineering at UPenn. At the same time, you were earning a degree in economics at Wharton. Then you went straight from Wharton to Goldman Sachs, and you were involved in investment banking both here in New York and in Tel Aviv for about 13 years. Then in 2019, you decide to leave what I have to assume was a pretty lucrative job to go to Alpha Tau. This must be a compelling reason behind this. Tell me about that. Sure. Look, part of it was a natural evolution, right? 13 wonderful years in advisory at Goldman. I got a tremendous amount of exposure to corporate finance, the different industries, different financing solutions. But by that point, I was curious about sitting on the other side of the table and taking the decisions that I had advised on, taking ownership and living with those decisions. At the same time, there was also a very unique pull from AlphaTau. I'd been in touch with a few companies in the life sciences space looking for someone with my background, but the science and the data at AlphaTau was so compelling, and the ability to make a difference in such a devastating disease like cancer was just too strong to pass up. Do I have to assume at Goldman you were doing healthcare investments? Yes, I was doing an investment banking advisory for the healthcare space in Israel. Okay. So let's get to the meat of the matter. Give me an idea. I mean, fair is fair. Your background is finance, but give me an idea of your core technology there at Alpha Tau. Yeah, sure. So our core technology, it's an intratumoral injection that allows for local delivery of alpha radiation into the tumor. Right, local radiation is a cornerstone of how we treat cancer patients today, but it's always been limited by its use of beta and gamma radiation, relatively inefficient forms of radiation, that require high doses and pose serious toxicity issues for patients. Alpha radiation is known to be incredibly more potent, more efficient, but no one's been able to get the alpha radiation to move into the tumor to any useful depth for cancer therapy. So our intratumoral injection, known as the alpha dart, 
releases alpha-emitting radioisotopes in a controlled fashion into the tumor. And as those isotopes diffuse away from the injected source, they release these alpha particles at a range of a few millimeters, providing a much more useful range of alpha radiation to be used in treating those tumors. Interesting. Do you need a special training to be able to do this? Uh, so it largely piggybacks off of the existing workflow that doctors, surgeons, uh, interventional radiologists are already using. We do have a training program for them to get used to using the specific product. But in the end, much of the uh, hardware is identical to what they're already used to using. And so that training is usually three to four hours in total. What about actual distribution and storage of the technology? Is it a challenge? It's a good question. It is a radioactive product, so it's decaying. And so we have to figure out how to get it quickly from our factory to the hospital. What's interesting is that because the alpha particles are so much more efficient, so we're dosing hundreds or thousands of times less than what's normally used in radiation oncology. And so because of that, the levels we're shipping are so low that they go into a regular cardboard box on FedEx or DHL. Uh, we don't need all of the licenses and, and uh, special handling equipment you normally need when you're transporting radioisotopes. It's more like the way you can buy a smoke detector in the mail, even though it has a small amount of americium in it as well, radioactive uh, isotope. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's go on to its practical uses. You're looking into several indications in the oncology space. Could you go ahead and just flesh that out a bit for me? Sure. We've got three core focus areas. Our first focus area has always been localized tumors that are non-resectable or have recurred after surgery or radiation. So we started there in cancers of the skin and the head and neck. Since then, we've moved to treating breast cancer and prostate cancer, uh, and very soon treating vulvar cancer as well. The second frontier for us is solid tumors with a high unmet need. So for example, we've got a pancreatic cancer trial open right now, and we hope to move into glioblastoma in the near future as well. And then finally, because we've seen some pretty compelling evidence that the alpha dart, which as you understand is intended as a local radiation therapy, may actually be catalyzing a systemic anti-tumor immune response as a sort of positive side effect, we're also examining the use of alpha-DART as a systemic solution for metastatic patients, which is a really cool area of exploration for us. So we've got a trial open now combining the alpha-DART with Keytruda, Pembrolizumab, to test exactly this idea, that the local delivery of the alpha-DART may also help patients with other untreated metastases. Yeah, I mean, this is the holy grail of a number of programs like Oncolytics, where we're talking about the abscopal effect. And I very much eagerly anticipate the readout from that trial. Speaking of which, uh, which indication is the farthest along? So our lead indication is in skin cancers. We're about to launch our multicenter pivotal study in the U.S. treating cutaneous recurrent squamous cell carcinoma. We've got FDA breakthrough device designation in that indication and also in recurrent glioblastoma multiform. And I think you have some data from a pilot study? Yeah, we've done a number of pilot studies. Our most recent one released was one that we conducted in a few centers in the U.S. It was led by Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York. We released the data earlier this year. We saw 100% complete response rate. So every tumor we treated disappeared and stayed disappeared throughout the trial. And we also saw no serious side effects from the product, which is very consistent with the data we've seen from our other earlier trials. Going forward, are you going to maintain a relationship with Memorial, which is actually right up the street from me? <laughs> yeah, we've been very fortunate. We've had tremendous support there from a number of clinicians. And as we look forward to our upcoming trial at, at a much broader range of centers, up to 20 centers in the U.S., there's no doubt we're hoping they'll be a major part of that as well. Okay. So uh, speaking of the future, perhaps the near-term future, do you have any near-term catalysts you'd like to discuss? 
Sure. The most immediate one is going to be the initiation of that U.S. pivotal study, which we hope will take us to our first FDA approval. That one should be imminent. We're also starting to see, looking to start to see patients come in other critical trials like our pancreatic cancer trial. And finally, I'd note that we're very shortly going to be submitting in Japan, so providing a submission for authorization to head and neck cancers as well, having finished our pivotal study there as well earlier this year. All right. Now, while we're waiting for the clinical readout, I would like to point out to listeners, there has been some validation from the preclinical work, and this has come in the form of some journal articles. As of September 11th of this year, 2022, there are two papers highlighting the preclinical data with AlphaDART. The first is in ASTRO. This is the official journal of the American Society of Radiation Oncology, or ASTRO. And this looked at the potential to enhance responsiveness to immune checkpoint blockade with AlphaDart. The second examined the impact of AlphaDart used in combination with the angiogenesis inhibitor Avastin with chemo. This is in the preclinical study of GBM that appeared in the frontiers of oncology. Rafi, first, congratulations on those. But now let's talk about what you, sir, know and have trained for money. <laughs> what kind of runway are we looking at, sir? Yeah, so we had about $109 million of cash and equivalents at the end of the third quarter. If you look at how we're spending money, so we spent $15 million in 2021. In our last quarter, we burned a little over $4 million a quarter. So we've got cash for quite a while going forward to execute on our plans, easily two years, if not more. So we're very fortunate to be well-funded and have a good runway forward to be able to deliver what we hope is at least one, if not more, approvals coming down the pipeline. Yeah, it does sound like a nice cushion. All right, then. You're going to San Francisco. What sort of conversations are you looking to have with investors around Union Square? I mean, are you going to have something specific in mind or you just want to meet some new faces, maybe go to some bad cocktail parties? <laughs> my main goal is to come home with all the gloves that I left with and, and I do, <laughs> uh, with my umbrella still functioning. But I'd say we're eager to get out there and tell our story. I think we need to spend more time doing that. Our approach is quite a bit different than where most new cancer therapeutics are focused today. But I think the science is straightforward. The data is fantastic. So honestly, we're looking just to find as many new faces as we can tell, to tell them the story, and also keep the familiar faces updated, like you said. Splendid. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a wrap. My guest today is Rafi Levy. He is the CFO of Alpha Tau Medical. Rafi, thank you and taking the time to speak with me today. I really hope to see you and maybe our listeners in San Francisco. That'll be fantastic. Thank you, Neil. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for listening to this week's Benchtop Bios. I hope that this episode will serve as yet another data point to guide you in your investment strategies. If you wish to hear more of Lifesize Benchtop Bios, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google. Also, if there's a company or a particular executive you'd like to get to know, I do take requests. Please send those to ncanadad at lifesizeadvisors.com. Until next week then, goodbye, or for that matter, good sell, whatever boosts your portfolio.